I'm Laura McDougall and welcome to the Planet Pipe Podcast. Do visit our sponsors, the National Piping Centre and Piping Live, which is coming up very soon indeed. More about that later on in the show. And yes, you lucky listeners, we have a whole host of great new music waiting to be played for you. Some of it is completely exclusive. It includes tracks from Ross Ainsley's new album, Wide Open, and the new Red Hot Chili Pipers album, Breathe, and also James Duncan McKenzie's new self-titled album. We also have a chat with Fergus Muirhead ahead of his new book release. Um, It's at Piping Live. It's for A Piper's Tale, which is a fantastic insight into the stories and personalities of some of Fergus's favourite and top pipers. And speaking of Fergus's top pipers, here's one of them now, who will be releasing his new chanter at Piping Live. He is Roddy McLeod. And here he is with a CD that's very hard to find. It's a very rare CD recorded a number of years ago um, to celebrate one of my favourite pubs and indeed a great favourite pub of pipers in Glasgow, especially the weekend of the World Pipe Band Championships. It's the Park Bar. And it's a CD called Kayleigh in the Park, released many years ago. And here's Roddy with some friends playing McLeod's Autumn Moor and then crossing the Minch.
Kenny Gillis supporting along Sky, finishing off a Kayleigh set from Roddy McLeod. Well, I'm joined today by a man who to many of us is known as a presenter himself, both on television and radio, and particularly maybe for Planet Pipe uh, listeners for his work at Piping Live. He is Fergus Muirhead. Hi, Fergus. How are you doing? Well, you're here today uh, in a little bit of a different capacity. You're here to talk about a very different project that you have um, put your journalism skills towards. It's a new book called A Piper's Tale, and it features some amazing people stories behind some of the piping scene's most welcome characters. First of all, it seems like quite an obvious idea when you look at it, because there's so many great stories, so many great characters in the piper scene. Is this something you've been thinking about for a while? I have been thinking about it for a while. I, For the last five or six years, I've gone up to the Glenfiddich Championship every year. Um, I, and I've written a piece for um, for the for the, the Piping Centre magazine, um, Piping Today. Mm-hmm. And, and when Roddy McLeod first asked me to do that, I said I was happy to do it, but I didn't want to write a piece that said Roddy's pipes were better than than than, the, than Gordon Walker's or or, or, or Stuart Little's chanter wasn't quite as because I don't know the answer to these questions. Uh-huh. So much of it is subjective. Anyway, I wasn't there to be a judge. I was there to listen. So I always tried to take a slightly different angle on the piece I wrote for Glenfiddich. So one year, for example, I concentrated on the pipe partners and asked them what role oh, they took um, and, and how they, how involved they got in, 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 in their, and it was large, largely husbands in, in their husband's piping career. Some uh-huh. went some went with them every weekend, some went to very few occasions. Most of them went to Glenfiddich because because they were invited by William Grant and Sons mm-hmm. and spent the weekend there. So that, that kind of got me thinking that there are other angles and, and there, were the, there are the obvious stories and, and to be fair the obvious stories are not in the book. Mm-hmm. The obvious stories about the drunken antics and, and, and the jolly japes that we all yeah. get up to when we're on tour. It's not... It's that Speak kind of book. Yourself, well, I was speaking for myself. Um, it's, it's not that. It's, it's deliberately not that kind of book. That uh, might be an X-rated version that comes out in, 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 in a couple of years. But but there are so many fascinating stories about all these guys. And regardless of, regardless of why they play the pipes, um, whether they play to compete or they play to perform or they play to teach, they've all got great stories about why they play, who taught them, how they learned, what they think's happening in the piping world. So it's, it seemed that you're right. It did it did seem an obvious thing to do. And and, and I knew all the characters and I figured I could write. So I just started doing it. Excellent. Well, I mean, I've, I've only looked at, at some of the, the characters involved, but there's some fairly candid stories in there. Some, some of it's, um, it's a lot of people having a platform to, to speak about stuff maybe they've wanted to speak about for a while. Did you draw inspiration from maybe other autobiographies from other sorts of musicians, like rock musicians? Did you look at any of that? No, I'm not a reader of autobiographies. I'm, I'm, I'm an avid reader. I read all the time, but I don't read autobiographies, and, and, and I never have done. What I did was I... Um, the, the list of papers is completely subjective. We, we've kind of t- we've kind of subtitled the book "Stories from the World's Top Papers." Mm-hmm. Th- that's in my eyes. Other, other people might disagree with me. They might ask me why I've left so, certain people out or why I've included certain people. It's my list. It's, it's, it's my it's my description. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are people I've known for, for for twenty or thirty or forty years. A lot of them are people that, have, that, that I know very well. Um, I reckon they would all have interesting stories to tell. Um, so that 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 was the starting point for me. Um, but but the, the interviews came around just the way you and I are talking just now. I sat down with a tape recorder and, 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 and taped a conversation with each of the pipers. I had a list of questions 
um, in my head largely because I tend to be a fairly informal type of, of, of interviewer when I'm doing these things. We let the conversation meander where it meandered. Mm-hmm. I, I then religiously wrote down every word that was said in that conversation and, and then started an editing process ah. which involved the piper and an editor and James Beaton from the piping centre to make sure that, that all of the tune names and the competition names were labelled correctly because, mm-hmm. I'm, because I'm not an expert on these yeah. areas. So it was a fairly convoluted process but the, but the starting point was that hour's conversation and, and in most cases it was an hour um, more or less and, and I sat down and just, just talked to the guys so it was a very informal setting and I think that was why they have been very open mm-hmm. and, 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 and I thank them all for their openness because everyone was very candid um, it's, it's a lot of different ways I mean some, some talk candidly about, about where they think the World Championship should be mm-hmm. uh, about what they think is happening to pitch about whether they think competition is a good thing or a bad thing mm-hmm. uh, one of them talks about being pretty pissed when he won his first gold medal <laughs> so there's a, there's a whole and actually setting that back to that uh-huh. guy and said do you really want this to be in the book and he said yeah, yeah because you asked me the question and I answered the question and, yeah. and they're all very open conversations uh-huh. and, and some of the papers came back and said to me I can't believe how candid I was uh-huh. and I think it's great their comment and, well, I mean, and I think it was fantastic yeah, if they're all like that that's going to be a, a really interesting book can you name just a few of the names that are, that are in it how many is in it in total there's around 20 20 um, Chris Armstrong mm-hmm. uh, from the from the pipe band world, if you like, Chris mm-hmm. Armstrong, Terry Tully, Jack Lee, Ian Duncan, um, John Wilson from the, the kind of judging world, um, Bob Worrell, uh, Roddy McLeod, Willie McCallum, Gordon Walker, Doogie Pincock, Finlay McDonald, Stuart Cassells, Colin McClellan, um, Rab Wallace from the College of Piping. So there's a, there's a, and, and there's a chapter on the Chili Pipers as well. Great. And I've probably missed out a few there. And, and if, if you're listening and you're one of the ones I've missed out, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I mean, just naming their names, you know, characters straight away, you think, oh my God. Ian McFadden as well as the kind of grand old man oh, of the, 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 the competition scene. Great. Um, I mean, as well as the, the kind of candid interview stuff, um, there's a lot of information in it. Um, just one of the, the ones that I read was Hamish Moore's, and there's a lot of great stuff in there about Cape Breton music and dance music. Is there? Is it quite an informative book as well? Did you learn a lot when you put it together? I learned a lot when I put it together, and interestingly, the publisher and the editor, the two editors who read the book, both came back and said that they read that, that they couldn't believe how much they enjoyed it as mm-hmm. non-musicians. Yeah. And another musician, the, the, one of the other girls who edited, girls who edited the book. Um, is a musician but she's not a piper and she said she found it fascinating because it opened up a whole new world of another instrument to her that, that she knew nothing about mm-hmm. so um, I think there's a lot of fascinating information in it and, and I think what's also fascinating is the fact that some of the guys were asked the same kind of questions and, and they've responded so differently for example Gordon Walker has wanted to join um, the army since he was a wee boy and, and, and he be- he believes the army is responsible largely for the for the, for the prominent position that he that he holds in piping at the moment because mm-hmm. it taught him he went through the pipe majors course he slept with the crown jewels as as he says he's written music for the queen blah 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 Hamish Moore probably thinks that the army is a really negative influence yes. on, uh-huh. on music so people were honest and, and, and it's not as if there are 20 people who all have the same opinion uh-huh. there are 20 people with 20 different opinions and, and, and you'll read that as you go through the book Willie McCallum thinks the World Pipe Band Championship should always be in Glasgow Jack Lee doesn't think it should ever be, well, thinks it should be in Glasgow from time to time, but uh-huh. doesn't understand why Canadian bands should have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to travel to Glasgow every year. So people were, you know, some people didn't pull any punches, they, they, they told it as they, as they think it. Great. 
Well, I'm certainly looking forward to getting hold of it myself, Fergus. Um, tell us a bit of detail about how you can get hold of it. Firstly, it's called A Piper's Tale. It's called A Piper's Tale. There's a website, um, www.apiperstale.com, and at the moment, um, at the moment, there are kind of snippets from some of the chapters on that, um, and that, that will that will always be the case. Even when the book comes out, the website is going to remain live. I haven't decided exactly what I'm going to do with it yet, but but I've got a feeling that this project will carry on beyond the first book, mm-hmm. um, either feature because film. feature film. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm talking I'm, I'm talking to George Clooney about playing <laughs> me at the moment, uh, or playing Stuart Cassells. I haven't quite decided yet who George Clooney will play, um, but it's it's there are lots of lots of places we could take it. I think, uh-huh. um, and, and I don't quite know yet. But the but the, the the website will will have a part of that, so the website will always be live. But um, on the website there are details about where you can buy the book. Basically you can buy it on Amazon. You can buy it directly from the website via PayPal, via the publisher's website, or you can buy it from Amazon. It will be on sale all over um, Glasgow as part of Piping Live. Um, I think I'm doing a, a signing. I've never, I never ever think I'd, I'd hear myself <laughs> saying I think I'm doing a book signing at Watterson's during the Piping oh, Live Festival. Excellent. Um, it will be on sale there. It will be on sale at the World Championships. It will be on sale at, uh, at the Piping Centre. And I think I think the publishers have agreed a special discounted price right through Piping Live. Um, the, the standard retail price is thirteen ninety nine, but I think we're discounting that down to ten pound for people who buy it that during Piping Live. Yeah. Um, because we, because I think, I mean, I think genuinely it's a fascinating read for people. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's involved in piping, I think they'll find yeah. something in it. And and for me, um, you know, we've talked about the competing pipers and the performing pipers, but the guys that educate, Dougie Pincock, who who runs the the, the National Centre for Excellence in Traditional Music, Finlay McDonald, that's involved in in, in the, the degree course, they've got their own take on on, on, on the teaching of the bagpipe. Mm-hmm. Colin McClellan's in the book; he was very involved in setting up the degree um, when he worked at the, the piping centre. So there's a real insight into the way the piping centre, sorry, the piping should be taught. And, and Dougie's a fascinating character. I mean, lots of Lots of competing papers won't know Dickie Pincock, mm-hmm. um, but but you know guys who've been involved in, in other aspects of piping. Dickie played with the Battlefield Band for years. He's probably one of the the most recorded musicians in Scotland because he's played session work in so many different albums over the years. Yeah. But he tells a fascinating story, and I, I don't I don't think Dickie's chapter was one of the ones that no, I gave I've you. Not read that, no. But he was playing he was playing on a, a radio play written by a guy called Dan Patterson, uh-huh. um, and it was in the early days when he was still making that transition, and you'll understand. And there's lots of papers haven't made this transi- transition, but Doogie made the transition from paper to musician, mm-hmm. uh, from the guy that was able to stand and play a set of pipes and not really know much more about that, to a guy who picked up the sax and whistles and flutes and all sorts of other instruments, and, and now understands chords and keys. And But while he was going through that transition, he was asked to, to play in, in a radio play, um, and, and he got sent some music, and it was, I think it was 64 bars. And, and, and he was playing with three of the top jazz musicians in Europe, he tells me, uh, he tells the book. And, and he got the 64 bars and they all played it and he played the 64 bars and stopped playing. And the rest of the guys carried on and said, well, what have you stopped for? And he said, well, there's 64 bars on the music and, and, and we played them, so I've stopped. And the guy said, yeah, but that was just the heads, man. We've got to start improvising now. And, and, and as a piper, Doogie didn't do improvising uh-huh. in these days. So he, so they, they kind of started playing with it and messing about with it. And they got into the studio to record it. And, and, and he was doing this piece and he got a, he got a, a shout through from the gallery on, on, on the headphones and the director saying, now, do you understand that in this, that in this particular scene you're playing, your character's playing a drug dealer? Um, and while you're playing the pipes you, t- you, get a, you get a call on your mobile, it's about a drug dealer and you've got to answer it. And do you think, so as well as improvising, I've got to improvise one-handedly while I pick up the phone in my other hand. So, so there's these kind of wee stories in the book as well, which, which are kind of out with, out with the norms of the, the kind of normal piping environment. So 
so I, I think people will enjoy that that part of it fascinating so I hope everybody does check out that website at piperstale.com thanks very much Fergus no for speaking to me today Fergus Muirhead there and uh, let's hear another track from one of the Pipers that he mentioned that's featured in his new book. Um, He is Ross Ainsley and this is from his brand new album and it's a belter of a tune of his own writing called Problem Child. Wasn't that exciting? That was Ross Ainsley from his new album called Wide Open, and that was a problem child. But now to the Red Hot Chili Pipers and their newly released album Breathe. 
I was lucky to work on this, so I won't say too much about it. But here they are with one of my personal favourite tracks. It's a cover of Coldplay's Fix You.
the unlikely pairing of a 21st century Coldplay hit with an 18th century slow down polka from the Red Hot Chili Pipers Fix You, followed by Barbados Bells. Another new release this month comes from James Duncan McKenzie, who many of you will know as half of the piping pair-up with Cal McCrimmon in the band Brebach. James released his own album at the Hebridean Celtic Festival in Lewis earlier on in July. Let's hear a track from that now. With a march and some reels finishing up with his own composition, Smelling Fresh, here's James.
Kenji there, who you can catch with his band Breibach, along with a load of other artists we've played in this week's show at the Piping Live Festival. Find out more online at pipinglive.co.uk. And yet another artist he'll be featuring at the festival, and is also releasing a new book of music from his Outland CD, is Fred Morrison. Morrison, accompanied by Jamie McMenemy from his album Up South. 
Of course, Stephen McMenemy is a great musician in his own right. Here's a great version of an unlikely song at Scotland the Brave. I heard him sing this in Lorient a few years ago. Lorient is a great music festival in Brittany that's actually going on right now. And this version of the song always reminds me of it. Hark, when the night is falling, hear, hear the pipes are calling, loudly and proudly calling down through the glen. There where the hills are sleeping, now feel the blood leaping, high as the spirits of the old island men. Towering in gallant fame, Scotland will mountain him, high may your proud standards gloriously Land, oh my high endeavour, land, oh the shining river, land, oh my heart forever, Scotland the brave. High the misty islands, out by the purple islands, brave are the hearts that be beneath Scotty skies. Wild are the winds to meet you, staunch are the friends that greet you, kind as the love that shines from fair maiden's eyes. Towering in gallant fame, Scotland my mountain him, high may your proud standards gloriously wave. Land, oh my high endeavour, land o'er oh the shining river, land o'er oh my heart forever, Scotland the brave. Far off in sunder places, sad are the Scottish faces, yearning to feel the kiss of sweet Scottish rain. Where tropic skies are beaming, love sets the heart a dreaming, longing and dreaming for the homeland again. Towering in gallant fame, Scotland, my mountain hymn, I made a proud stand that's gloriously High endeavor, land of the shining river, land of my heart forever, Scotland the Brave. Well, that's it for this week's Planet Pipe podcast. Let's play out with another track from Ross Ainsley's new album. Remember to check out his website to pre order it. Also check out our sponsors, thepipingcentre.co.uk and the Piping Live Music Festival, pipinglive.co.uk. If you're listening on Celtic Music Radio, then do check out our own website, planetpipe.com. We are on iTunes to subscribe to this as a podcast. And also get in touch via studio at planetpipe.com or follow me at Lauren McDee on Twitter. Let's play out with another track from Ross Ainsley's cracking new album, Wide open. This is in morning after. Until next time, I'm Lorne McDougall.